All right, welcome back to Five Minutes in the Book, where I leave you with a five-minute short devotional to help you on your journey. Uh, today, we are going to continue in the book of Isaiah, and we're going to move forward to chapter 36. Now, before I read, uh, you're going to be a little confused if you haven't been in this book as to who is talking. Right now, the person who is talking is the spokesman for the army who is currently encamped around God's people. Like the army is Assyria and they sent a spokesman to try to negotiate and make Israel bow down and accept defeat before they get destroyed. They had already ran through all the neighboring cities, all of the neighboring towns. And so now they are at the king's door. They are at King Hezekiah's door demanding that he uh, bow down and accept defeat. So this is him talking. So let's go to verse five. You think mere words are strategy and strength for war. Who are you now relying on that you have rebelled against me? Look, you are relying on Egypt. Remember this, right? We're going to come back to that. That splintered reed of a staff that will pierce the hand of anyone who grabs it and leans on it. This is how Pharaoh, king of Egypt, is to all who rely on him. Suppose you say to me, we rely on the Lord our God. Isn't he the one whose high places and altars, and we're going to come back to this, Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and Jerusalem, you are to worship at this altar. Now, what he's doing right now, he is the enemy is exposing uh, the hypocrisy of Israel right now. What happened is since they are facing this doom, one of the things that the king Hezekiah did, he put out a notice throughout all of the towns, all of the cities that they govern and say, hey, look, we know that high places and altars are against the Lord. Now, what high places and altars are, these were uh, places where Israel would worship foreign gods and deities, right? Trying to be like their neighbors, they would set up all of these uh altars and they'll have these uh, pagan gods and they will worship these gods instead of worshiping the God who saved them, the God who created them. Right. And so they knew that they knew it was wrong. And so one of the first things they did, which was good, is remove it. And they removed all of it. Right. Bravo. Great job. But here's the hypocrisy. He said, look, you are still relying on Egypt, right? The enemy is saying, look, you, you removed all our high places. <sighs> okay, yeah, you did a good job there. But you are still relying on foreign help to help you. That is the hypocrisy. So Israel's heart was still tied to other means of salvation but God, right? They did the right thing by removing the big, overt, known, uh, neon light sins in their life. But what they failed to do was still surrender their hearts to God. Like they still did not surrender. They were still, God told them, don't rely on anyone but me. And yet secretly, King Hezekiah was looking for Egypt for help. So this is what I want to really want to convey. When God is calling for us to repent, we are turning away from our sins, right? 
This is what we do. We turn away from our sins. So everything that we are doing, we turn away from. But we are also turning back to God, right? So it's not a mere act of, okay, drop your sins and that's it. It's no, we are to drop our sins and turn back to him. He deserves our heart. It is no different. <laughs> it is no different than if a guy who was cheating on his wife or his girl, he just deletes all the girls that, that he's cheating on, cheating with. He deletes their numbers from his phone and that's it. It's like, no, you, you still have to surrender your heart back to your wife, back to your girlfriend, back to your boo. Otherwise, you're just going to do something different or you're going to do the exact same thing later on. So what God is calling for his people to do is when we uh, repent, it is just not a mere act of just getting rid of certain sins. It is also to turn back to our God. We are going to say to him in word and deed and in our hearts that you are our savior. You are our light. You are our refuge, not Egypt or not any other means. All right. So that's five minutes in the book. I thank you guys for coming with us, for, for rocking with us and continue to, um, I'm going to, I've been trekking in the book of Isaiah and I'm just going to continue to teach from this book because it's been ministering to me and I pray it continues to minister to you. Love you guys. Eureka!